Um, what are you doing with melted fat up your nose? Listen. I mean, I could maybe see it in your socks. It could be a good way to, like, keep moisture. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to We Should Know Better, a podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, there's like, there's like fact hoppers, I'm going to say it this time. Uh, I'm Sky. I'm recovering. That was a lot. <laughs> Kyle. I'm Tim. Are, are you okay? Welcome to a special holiday episode. Of <laughs> oh, yeah. We Should Know Better. A semi-tradition of ours. Uh, tonight, instead of competition, we're going to be cooperative. And uh, each of us picked a uh, holiday-adjacent page. Uh, and we're going to try to thread the needle between all three of them tonight. Um, starting with Kyle's. Wow. Um, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. So I guess, you know, happy holidays to, to you both. Um, I have a gift for you, I guess, that was given to me. Oh no, I'm regifting. Oh no. Um I'm regifting a page to you guys that was given to me by one of our friends James who very uh helpfully sometimes hands me Wikipedia pages to check out. Hmm. Um just when he finds things that feel a little bit bonkers, he uh he just sends me a sends me a note he's like, "Do you know about this?" So uh, today I'm, uh, you know, this is a, you know, I'm going to hand you this gift, uh, you know, try not to, don't, don't mind the reused. I, I've taped it up real nicely at least. So it's not the same, you know, it's not exactly the same wrapping paper. You guys can, you know, you can figure it out just like, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's stuff's expensive. You don't want to waste it. Anyway, uh, I, this, this gift that I'm handing you guys is, uh, we're starting at Icelandic Christmas folklore. Nice. And Tim's, uh, I, just want to go through things that just kind of destroy the season. So I chose SantaCon. Cool. Nice. And we're going to end on mine, which is KFC. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm not the only one. All That's right. good. I I do want to know why those choices are. Because, Tim, to my knowledge, I mean, I could be wrong. Do you attend a SantaCon? Like, is this a is this a thing you have done? Like... I I do not attend a SantaCon. No. Um, okay. You can't. You're not a Santa. Right. What? Sky? We don't know. He might be. Mm. Maybe he's not allowed to tell us. I don't know. That's is not there, how, San- is there, that's like, not how Santa Santa ing works. It's not. Santa. That sounds like, like. Can tell. Like you have to be born no. a Santa. That sounds can, like something or, that a Santa or you have to, to kill you have to kill a Santa and take his jacket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. I'm just saying that sounds like something that a Santa would say to distract you from what actually happens to become a Santa. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Could be. Um mm-hmm. and then Sky, I is there a tradition about KFC in your family that no. I don't know about? There's not. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Yeah, that, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil it, but I was curious. All right. Nope. Okay. Right. Well, Icelandic Christmas folklore, yeah. friends. Um, it is a. Uh, it depicts mountain dwelling characters and monsters who come to town during Christmas. That is the actual sentence, the first sentence of this page, and I enjoy that they just say "come, come to, to town. town" specifically. Like it's not. It's not you know visit right. children or or like come to the yeah. you know, during the holidays. It's come to town, which is 
a very Christmassy That's, phrase. Yeah, you know? exactly. We, Mountain dwelling characters and monsters are coming to, to town. town. Uh, uh, the stories are directed as children and used to scare them into good behavior. That's just the straight, you know, desc- description of it. That's the intent is to scare children. So, hey, ace, that's you know, 75% nice job. of uh, all Christmas traditions. Also true. Yes. Um, the folklore includes both, both mischievous pranksters who leave gifts during the night and monsters who eat oh, disobedient children. So there are no good ones. You got pranks like or eats or eats. And that's it. Like there are no just kind ones. Anyway, the figures are depicted as living together as a family in a cave. Oh, wow. Okay. As you do specific ones. Oh, oh, sky sky. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You haven't you haven't seen the page yet. Anyway, Gryla is a giantess with an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children, who she cooks in a large pot. Her husband, Lepaldi, is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. Cool. The Yule Cat. Hell yeah! I'm just, I'm just gonna read that again. The Yule mm-hmm. Cat is a huge and vicious cat who lurks about snowy countryside during Christmas time. Parens Yule and Parens and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. What oh. the heck? So you got that old sweater, huh? So, no, yeah. <laughs> but, like, specifically, it's not even something that you did. It's not your fault as a person. Last year's Jordan. It's something that you did not, You yeah, well, your friends did not give you clothes. That's that's what this is cat this is like punishing. One, that your hey... Like you're gonna get this is essentially like you're gonna get socks for Christmas and you're gonna like it because you're not gonna get mauled by a cat. And two, you're gonna yeah, use because them yeah the, the, because you have you to have to get mauled by a cat. Not just mauled, eaten. That's yeah, a that is true. It's just straight up eaten is what it's it says. Demonic cat. Oh um, hell yeah, the Yule lads. Yeah, we have not even gotten to the Yule Lads. Uh, yes, this they is are so the good. sons of Gryla and Lepaldi. They are a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population and all have descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing. Great. Mm-hmm. Same, honest, honestly. Uh, they come to town one by one during the last 13 nights before Christmas. Perens, Yule, and Perens. Yule. They leave small gifts and shoes that children have placed in on windowsills. I wonder if it, I, I, I wonder if it has to be on a windowsill. Uh, but if the child has been disobedient, they instead leave a potato in the shoe. Which I mean, still win-win, really. I, p- potatoes are great. Yeah. Um, these Christmas-related folk tales uh, first appear on the 17th century and display some variation based on region and age. In modern times. <laughs> I just like this, though. In modern times, the characters have taken on a slightly more benevolent role. Uh, Um, Let's just not, you know. Let's just not talk about the eating children. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Yule Lads is such a good... Yeah. The the things that are important to mention on this this page are are specifically the Yule Cat, Mm -hmm. um, which they just say that it was used as a the threat the threat of being eaten by the yule cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before christmas oh the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes but those who did not would get nothing and would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat yeah that just seems kind of a 
kind yeah. of nasty. Like, I mean, the Yule Cat should be helping with union work. I mean, that like help get get that union started rather than preying on people is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the and then you have the Yule lads, of course. Uh, and I I have to go on to these, of course, because they have all thirteen of them. If mm-hmm. you would like to, do we want to take? take uh, uh take uh, turns reading these out or do, how do we feel about the list of yule lads tim i know you love lists on, these, pa- dirty, on these pages yes i, I want to do a tag yourself yeah absolutely so uh i'm not going to attempt any of the icelandic names because i am not from that tradition but they do translate all of them which is nice and i feel like we should stick to the english translations yeah uh, the it starts with the sheep coat Claude who harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg legs, which just uh, begs the question of no, did the sheep <laughs> retaliate? <laughs> I mean, I, I he you would expect he wouldn't continue doing it if, if they did though, right? Like he would stop if they did. I mean, it's just a vicious cycle. Maybe that's I why mean, he harasses them? Yeah, you yeah. just constant war with the sheep i i don't know what to tell you i i mean it it, the the fact is like the sheep aren't even part of christmas like that's not even a thing like a christmas sheep is not a thing right like i mean i don't understand what they could be doing from that you need i guess you're right yeah yeah to protect everyone from the from the yule cat i suppose that's true i mean do you hear what i hear the little lamb (laughs) starts the whole rumor Oh no! That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they had it coming. Yeah. Okay, then there's the goalie gawk, which hides in gullies. Who hides in gullies? Sorry, it's a person uh, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cowshed and steal milk. It's very specific. Mm. It's just a real specific like obsession there. Uh, there's then Stubby. That's the entire name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says abnormally short steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Just Good. takes the whole pan. Uh, there's spoon liquor. I like him. Yeah. Who, who steals and licks wooden spoons and is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Oh, I, that's ooh. It's he bad. Has, he has like a whole chain named after him in the States. Oh, wow. At least around <laughs> here, there's a spoon liquors. Are you yeah, kidding? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, is it a frozen custard, I think, place? Okay. Yeah, a, a Froyo place. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe he's doing better these days. They did say some of them have, have kind of reformed, so. Uh, there's wow. Pot Scraper, who steals the leftovers from pots. So you got 13 kids. One is into pots, one is into pans. Yeah. That's, hmm. Oh, no, no, it keeps going. Bowl liquor lies under beds. Wait. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Waiting for someone to put on, put down their bowl. I guess it's a. It says asker here. It's a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes, which he then steals. So I mean, they're just three of three out of the thirteen are just a washing machine or a, a dishwasher. <laughs> uh, there's door slammer who likes to slam doors. Aptly named, though. I mean, you have to admit, mm-hmm. uh, especially during the night, waking people up. Um. There's Skier Gobbler, That's how I would who has a great it. affinity for Skier, which is similar to yogurt. Yep. I mean, 
Okay. Does he steal it though? <laughs> that one just kind know. of implies that he likes it. <laughs> he just likes it. That's all it is. We don't know. Uh, sausage Swiper, who hides in the rafters. And I can't even finish this. Someone needs to do this. Snatches, hides in the rafters. Yep. Snatches sausages <laughs> that are being smoked. Yep. Snatches them. Snatches, snatches. the sausages. Sausage nose swiping. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh man. Such a mess. Oh man. Window peeper, a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. They but do they actually or is it just Ah, they got something to steal in there. That's cool. Uh doorway sniffer. I have questions. Has a abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he which he uses to locate leaf bread. Um, then there's the actual terrifying <laughs> one, Meat Hook. <laughs> Uses a hook to steal meat. meat. I meat mean, hook. that's just it. <laughs> meat, meat Hook was a bad dude. <laughs> I mean, if you just call someone that, they're going to be pretty pretty bad, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Candle Stealer, uh, who follows children in order to steal their candles, which were m- once made of tallow and thus edible. Just a note there. Gross. It's not... It's not a wild, like, nonsensical thing. You could eat them, so it makes sense that they would try to steal them. Just so you know. Okay. I guess, uh, I guess at Yule some lads. point. So <laughs> there's, yeah, there's obscure Yule Lads. Yes. Uh, in the east of Iceland, there existed a folktale of a specific group of Yule Lads who did not come from the mountains, but from the ocean. One very obscure nursery rhyme mentions there being two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their nose or putting it in socks. Mm-hmm. Good. Why? Listen, you're also dealing with sausage swiper here, so like. But I mean, you at know? least you you know you do something with the sausage. Uh huh. What are you um, What are you doing with melted fat up your nose? Listen. I mean, I could maybe see it in your socks. It could be a good way to, like, keep moisture against your mm-hmm. feet at night, like Vaseline. Uh, help prevent dryness during during arid winter months. <laughs> but I don't know what you're doing. It you're just stuffing true. up your nose. I, I mean, the same thing could be achieved there. It could be helping you deal with the dry air. That is true. That is a thing. I mean, people do, do va- use Vaseline for that, too. They just stuff gobs of Vaseline in their nose? No, I feel like you're willfully misunderstanding what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It is funnier that way, though. (laughs) Yes. No, it's, uh, no, no, no. It's it's just like, okay, now I just feel dumb trying to say, like, yeah, you just, like, use, like, a little bit of it to keep yourself from having nosebleeds. This is a real thing. Sky, back me up. I don't know. Yes, I. Yes. Okay. okay, thank you. I didn't. Okay, I was very worried for a second that I was about to learn a thing that I. Like, wait, is that not a real thing? According to folklore, Gryla has been married three times. Dang. Um, it's just the, the Brady bunch of. That's like Christmas tomfoolery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it actually says, Grandma supposedly has dozens of children with her previous husbands, but they are rarely mentioned nowadays. Aw. Ouch. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is kind of rough. All right, so we are trying to get to SantaCon mm-hmm. from yeah. here. I mean, there is 
Santa Claus is on this page. Yeah. I feel like that's our straight shot here. Yeah. Yes. It says a Yule cat yeah. named Jola appears in the 2020 Netflix movie The Christmas Chronicles 2, which I've somehow avoided watching. <laughs> uh, Till now, Scott. No, we'll see. Yeah, Jola is being chased by Santa Claus and is friendly with the movie's antagonist, Bell Snickle and Speck. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's all click on Santa Claus. Let's click on Santa Claus. Here You've never been to this Santa page before. Only, only as many times as Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I really like the Santa that looks kind of tired. I guess he's not. <laughs> he's singing, maybe. Uh, it's Santa Claus portrayed by Mick Trebizio in yeah. 1961. And he just kind of looks like, yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yep. Very, very, like... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Man, what should we talk about this time? Some maintain I, I Santa mean... Claus absorbed elements of the Germanic deity Wodan, Sorry, who was what? associated with the pagan midwinter event of Yule and led the wild hunt, a ghostly procession through the sky. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Santa runs the wild hunt? Is that yeah. what you just said? Yes. Uh, I mean, that, I have lots of that, questions. That makes that makes the whole sleigh thing a little bit more badass, if you ask me. Sleigh, yeah, mm-hmm. an open sleigh. Oh wow! Ghostly procession to the sky. All the reindeer are ghosts. <laughs> oh my! I I wow! I'm really struggling with this. So, <laughs> like the because I like the mythology of the wild hunt is a whole thing, and then also like. Wow, <laughs> to have Santa at the lead of that being like, all right, guys, let's, let's go. go. Let's get it. Uh, I did not know. So there's a tracking Santa Claus section here. Okay. Uh, the origins of the NORAD Track Santa program began in the United States in 1955 when a Sears Roebuck store, because of course it starts with a Sears, uh, in yeah, Colorado Springs, Colorado, everything. gave children a number to call a Santa hotline. The number was mistyped, resulting in children calling the Continental Air Defense <gasps> Command. On Christmas Eve instead, the director of operations, <laughs> Colonel Harry Shope, received the first call for Santa and responded by claiming to children that there were signs on the radar that Santa was indeed heading south from the pole. A tradition began thinking, which continued under the name NORAD tracks Santa uh, when in... Uh, wait, a tradition began which continued under the name NORAD tracks Santa uh, when in 1958, Canada and the United States jointly created the North American Air Defense Command. This tracking cannot be done via the internet and NORAD's website. Amazing. Yeah. That's, I mean, of course, yes, marketing causes everything, but yeah, that's that's very quick thinking by that guy to be like, oh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many other websites are available year-round devoted to Santa Claus and, and purport to keep tabs on his activities in his workshop. <laughs> uh, many of these websites also include email addresses or web forms which claim to allow children to send ma- uh, email to Santa Claus. One particular website called emailsanta.com was created when a 1997 Canada Post strike prevented Alan Keir's young niece and nephews from sending their letters to Santa. In a few weeks, over 1,000 emails to Santa were received, and the site has received 1,000 emails a day one year later. Some websites, such as mm-hmm. the Santa's page on Microsoft's former Windows Live Spaces, or emailsanta.com, uh, however, have you or have used or still use bots or other automated programs to compose and send personalized <laughs> and realistic replies. In the case of Microsoft's website, however, there have been occasional unfortunate results. 
Um, <laughs> oh, and that's cited twice. Yeah. All right, let's see. Gotta find them. Microsoft pulls plug on Potty Mouth Santa uh, from 2007 uh, for a jolly good time chat with Santa on Windows Live Messenger uh, from 2006. That's a that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Those both of those have uh, yeah have particular things that are that could be coming out of that. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. I'm on the potty mouse set. Let's see if there's anything, <laughs> anything here. Oh, it's taking me to the Wayback Machine. Not a good sign. This is mostly people trying to, like, they put in things they shouldn't, and then the AI sends things back that it shouldn't. If you, Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Nothing, nothing good here, really. <laughs> Tim, did you have a, a thing to share there? Yeah, uh... There's a thing part that says Santa has been described as a positive male cultural icon. And then there's a quote from TV producer Jonathan Meath who portrays Santa. In fact, his his picture is the top uh, image in this in this uh, Wikipedia article. So he says Santa is really the only cultural icon we have whose male does not carry a gun and is all about peace, <laughs> joy, giving and caring for other people. Uh, first, we'll just say that's wrong. Smash cut it's to Rogers. the wild hunt. Yes. Hello. <laughs> He's not, like, global, though. That's part of the magic for me, especially in a culture where we've become so commercialized and hooked into manufactured icons, says a TV producer. Santa (laughs) is much more organic, integral, connected to the past, and therefore connected to the future. Damn. So you can tell he's a TV producer because the end of that just sort of rambles off into nonsense. (laughs) Um. He's connected to our past, therefore he's connected to the future. I mean, that's that's deep, yo. It's timeless. He's organic. He's integral. Uh, he's buzzwords. So I just shared with you guys in the uh, in our in our chat. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with Janelle Shane, uh, who uh, trains neural networks essentially to oh, nice. do various yeah. things? Uh, yes. In this particular case, in a thread that she recently revived from last year. She trained the neural net on creating Christmas carols, and <laughs> there are some really great ones. Uh, the uh, the one that I linked to you guys starts with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the lyrics go, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with its red belly, the all-gracious king of all the earth, had a baby at Christmas time. On Christmas Day, a true and holy deity went down to earth with human flesh for <laughs> sacrifice. For sinful men, <laughs> such a deity doth appear and wink and nod in repro- reply as he winked and nod in reply as he winked and nod in reply. <laughs> the, the wretched world is run by ox and ass. <laughs> the wretched world is run by ox and ass and in vain build so I. Good. I mean, they it, th- wow. it's incredible, right? <laughs> yeah. It's accidentally very good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there are some really good and then one of my other favorites goes. yeah the 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 carol of the ai's here come i'm sorry uh come and own the yacht it's a very special day it's a very special day we're all so proud of you we're buying this we're buying this now. <laughs> i've got one here called <laughs> now it's christmas eve i've got one here titled completion you better watch out. You better not cry. Ooh. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. You better run. That's right. Want run. <laughs> Is there a better way? I'm not sure. You know I'm here to tell you why. A row of clocks. 
and then in parentheses, click. You hear that? This? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jesus Christ, no, the clocks are here. You hear that? They're here. Okay, then they're not here at all. It's wow. pretty good. Uh. How are these not classics? Why have I not heard this sung by... By her TikTok. I mean, this is pretty close to several Chufan Stevens Christmas songs. (laughs) Actually, Um, it's true. That's probably enough Santa, right? (laughs) We got a quota in this. Oh, yeah. I just. (laughs) Yeah. Man, the Yule lads are here as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just came from there, so that's no surprise. Um, All right. Is SantaCon on this page? Yep. It is on the page. Why are you saying it's it like that? Under a C also. It's oh, okay. no. We can do a C also. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. Yep. We can do a C also. <laughs> it's Christmas, Scrooge. It is a Christmas miracle. Where is it, though? I'm not seeing it. Uh, there it is. Santa, Santa Con. Con. Uh, yep, it's under uh, under popular. I'm sorry. It's yeah. also near the Fraternal Order of Real Bearded Santas. So hmm. that's a thing. Uh, all right. Clicking SantaCon. SantaCon is an annual pub crawl in which people dressed in Santa Claus costumes or as other Christmas characters parade in various cities around the world. A December 2014 cover story in the Village Voice recounted how SantaCon had evolved from joyful performance art <laughs> that originated in San Francisco to a reviled bar crawl, <laughs> a drunken brawling, vandalism, <laughs> public urination, and disorder in New York City and elsewhere, resulting in fierce community resistance and disavowals from the originators of the event. (laughs) John Oliver, host of Last Week Tonight, cited the Hoboken SantaCon in a December 2019 broadcast saying, It's not a magical occasion. (laughs) It's a terrifying combination of binge drinking, public urination, and trauma to small children. Oh my gosh. Oh, SantaCon began in 1994, inspired by a Mother Jones article on the Danish activist theater group Svolgen, I guess. Uh, They gathered dozens of Santas in Copenhagen to hand out items from the shelves of a department store, okay, to customers as presents before they were arrested. Oh, wait, they were just stealing. Got it. Staged Mm -hmm. as street theater by a local prankster group, the Cacophony Society? You've got to be kidding me. They just... That's not even that's not even clever. That's just you know like that's just the first thing you could th- Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Originally called Santarchy. Yeah, there we go. That's better. That's much better. <laughs> and influenced by the surrealist movement, discordianism and other subversive art currents, it was not intended to be a recurrent <laughs> event. <laughs> One night only. Santarchy. <laughs> However, the event occurred again in San Francisco in 1995 as a Cacophony Society event with 100 participants and at least two arrests. <laughs> hey, two out of 100 ain't bad. Oh, that's great. That's great rates, actually. <laughs> like, they did fine. Yeah, those are good odds. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, SantaCon came to Portland in 1996 and to Seattle in 97 and to Los Angeles in 1998 when, quote, a young San Friscan, San, Fr- San Franciscan, yeah, strapped San Friscan, strapped on a fake white beard. I have to specifically say this: donned a twelve-dollar wow. red suit. 
and led 200 Santas as they went caroling up Fifth Avenue in Manhattan to the delight of passerby. Yeah, everyone declares loved it. Wikipedia with a citation. Everyone loved it. It was great. <laughs> oh, wow. It has since evolved and spread to 44 countries around the world with varying versions and interpretations, which is another way of saying we can't control this. Absolutely. You can't. Oh, wow. All right. Um, hmm. <laughs> there is... So when when Santa Khan just destroyed New York, an op-ed in the New York Times on the eve of the 2013 Santa Khan criticized it, said it, quotes, contributes absolutely zero value, cultural, artistic, aesthetic, diversionary, culinary, or political to its host neighborhood. Quite simply, oh Santa Khan is a parasite. I, I feel like it's a pretty strong political statement, if nothing else. That's a, I mean... That's directly saying what the, I mean. They're they're uh, blah, blah, blah. the joke that they're trying to get across is that people are real upset about these Santas giving out free stuff when in reality that's what well, Santa's the, supposed the to do. The original ones, the original ones were the Santas yes. giving out free stuff. Now it's just got people dressed as Santa getting drunk. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I thought I was <laughs> I was describing yes that the kind of the oh, concept yeah. behind it. I think what they're trying to go for, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's just a bar crawl. <laughs> I like that it says it up front, though. The pub crawl. A SantaCon organizer said that the group was very aware of the backlash and has sought to curb participant misconduct by the use of helper elves along the SantaCon route. Oh, that's route. not going to work. <laughs> wow. That's not going to work. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, there was a beefed up police presence. I'm sure that went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Uh, crowds of complaints of crowds and public drunkenness and, con- and continued. And the Santas quote, uh, would more or less take over all of East <laughs> village visiting bars that had no affiliation with SantaCon whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're a non SantaCon bar, non SantaCon, uh, angering foot pa- patrons of those establishments who had no interest in being caught up in the debauchery End quote. Oh, my. You'll be happy to know that the 2020 New York City SantaCon has been canceled. Yeah, great. Wow. It took a pandemic for that to stop that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is a lot. <laughs> How I yeah. didn't know about this at all. I did not. I thought it was going to be a nice con about people getting together and like insane. That's exactly lost. what I was expecting, too. Tim, where did you even learn mm-hmm. about this? I... Learned about it on last week tonight. I was going to say, <laughs> I see that John Oliver talked about it. Which probably... uh, man, where? how do we get to KFC from here? I There's mean, a lot of cities. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got several cities. There are mentions of different stores, but did they actually name any of the stores? I kind of want to click on the Cacophony Society. I definitely do not. <laughs> <laughs> they they seem very unoriginal. Like that's just so straightforward. I'm just disappointed already. <laughs> yeah. Um Well let's see. All right. Did they did John ever do a last week tonight about KFC? I'm certain he has. <laughs> uh I mean he's he's done he's done stuff on places to eat. Isn't definitely Netflix doing that like is it Netflix or maybe it's only on Hulu that like KFC like romance show. Uh, that's yeah that's hulu 
That's Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a show now. Oh yeah, it's yeah, real. It's gonna be a show. Yeah, it's coming out soon. I, I hate that. that has... I, I knew it was a game. Nope. It's yeah. Real. It's based on the game now. Yep. Oh, oh wow. it's uh, that's, it's that one guy. No need for that. It's the one guy that hosts the Macy's Day Parade this year. I hate that that has space in my head is what I'm saying. What's his name, Kyle? Which one? He's on Saved by the Bell. Oh, uh, Mario something. Steven. Hey, Steven, what's the name of the, of Slater from Saved by the Bell? What's his, what's the actor's name? I know Mario. What's his last name? Oh, oh, um. A, Al, L, O. Is it Lopez? Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Ritelli's the the uh, the chef. All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. What were we going with that? What was <laughs> what was the point? Uh, oh, it's, he's he's uh, he's Colonel Sanders in it. Or, oh, or right, 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 right. Uh, we could just click on last week tonight. I mean, that will get us to a lot That's more better pop culture. Than street I, theater. I think we have a reasonable pandemic. chance of getting there. Let's do it. Yeah, I agree. Last week tonight it is. Last week tonight with John Oliver. Control F K F C it's not here. Not in there. Restaurants. Did not say. McDonald's. Nope. <laughs> Please no. Burger King. Uh oh. Berg Berg is? Oh, Bergering. Hmm. <laughs> this is an all this is a late night talk and news satire television program hosted by comedian John Oliver. Yep. It's been around for We've lost the a Christmas spirit while. of this of this episode. April 2014. Wow. I didn't realize it had been that long. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I I used to listen to him when he was doing uh this that bit on the bugle. Yeah. And I I, I always felt a little bad that that got that he got picked up for this and uh and oh my gosh, Andy Zaltzman continued the bugle on his own. Yeah. Uh, without him, it was it was very sad. But he was doing good satire. Yeah, I do. mean, yeah. Anyway. Um, hmm. Social media is here. It says in format, it yeah. talks about social media and hashtags. I wonder if we could get to like Wendy's from social media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: commercial is on here as well. Just oh, yeah. television ads, and I mean, straight up fast commercial. food would absolutely be on television ads. No, yeah, no question. Here as well, and it's in the spirit of Christmas again as well. Yeah, we can do commercial. All right, I just want to browse through real quick to see if there's anything yeah. else. Uh, celebrity guests: Edward Snowden, the Dalai Lama, Anita Hill, Stephen Hawking, and Monica Lewinsky. Okay. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing more fun than lying confidently about history. <laughs> <laughs> lying is incredibly fun. In fact, the only thing that feels better than lying to someone is lying to someone, then regaining their trust, and then lying to them again. Wow. <laughs> okay. There's a John see. Oliver effect here. Just is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, on several occasions, show segments on major social issues, such as the chickens or bail segments, were soon followed by real world change and action on said issues by the public policymakers, and or other institutions. Several media outlets noticing the pattern suggested the attention from the show had instigated these changes, going in so far as to dub it uh, the John Oliver effect. Um, Oliver himself does not believe the effect is real and has openly ridiculed the idea of the sh- uh, on the show, even calling the term completely meaningless. 
Uh, unfortunately, Chickens is not linked there. That would have been great. No, it would have been good. Betty Crocker is 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 linked. Betty Crocker. Uh, the Marlboro uh-huh. Man is linked here as well, and he is on the level of the Colonel. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> I mean, I'm just <laughs> trying to think laterally. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, <clears throat> like they're see. they're they're. Uh, they they know each they've seen each other on weekends <laughs> like, like that. yeah sure of course all right let's let I'm not seeing anything else that's really jumping out at me Fifty Shades of Grey is on here yeah I saw that too which is kind do of they, do they have any KFC I can see if it's like it's, it's kind of like a spoof of that but it's yeah I don't think it's gonna I, think I don't think a, that's going to yeah hail mary there I don't want to go in there I feel like television ads are probably our <laughs> best bet. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. do that. I'm just looking over. We ask you humbly, don't scroll away. <laughs> Commercial breaks, there it is. We are. We've made so much money off of it is, it is Wikipedia's we should probably give donation back. drive time. God, I've made so much off of this podcast. Just tons. Um, <laughs> Why can't I hold on these, <laughs> these Patreons? <laughs> I actually why can't i hold all these royalties? i'm paying like 10 cents a month to host to keep files. this podcast running yeah yeah which is good and it's based on like traffic volume so nobody make <laughs> it nobody make it more popular i have like an inverse relation to do not put this on the, john oliver for the cost of a convenience store cup of coffee mm. you can have sky fund this podcast for an entire year <laughs> it's true uh, okay buy me a, a t- coffee <laughs> a television advertisement also called a, com- a television commercial commercial advert tv advert or simply an ad is a span of television programming produced and paid for by an organization i you know what i that's a that's an okay definition there it doesn't have to specifically have a product i i i like that definition it conveys a message promoting and aiming to market a product or service there we go uh advertisers and marketers may refer to television commercials as tvcs so there's some jargon for you, you learned some jargon oh. tonight i guess all right yeah. let's see what we got uh brooklyn dodgers and philadelphia philly nothing really talk about fast food here unfortunately I'm very surprised. Food is here, but it's not. Burger King is mentioned. Oh, oh that's good. something. That would get us there. Hot yeah. White Burger King mentioned. But I also feel that jingles could get us there as well. Ooh, yeah. KFC have a jingle? And yes, it does. Cluckety, cluck, cluck. Time. <laughs> yeah. To... Nope, it's it's get a bucket of chicken. Oh, it is? Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's their old classic jingle. Ah, yes. You've got to be kidding me, right? That's not real, right? I'm not jingle you. that will definitely be on the jingle no. page. <laughs> it would be. I, 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 I would put money All right. that I could navigate well, us. Are you going to bet jingles. me a whole year of, of hosting this podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. Oh, Griffin's looking at the camera. Oh, no. All right. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do jingles then. Jingles then it is. Then let's take a break. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I will be right back because he's getting up. Yep. (laughs) 
I was going to try to come up with another KFC jingle to try to counteract the one you did, but I, I just I got nothing. The uh, the one Sky had the cluckety cluck cluck <laughs> was better than anything I could anything I could pull out. Um, KFC. Uh, oh wait, how many herbs and spices? Is uh, thirteen. <laughs> oh, this ah, uh, this page. Oh no, disappoints Tim. me. Did did you just lose a round of of hosting? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't, man. How am I gonna? How am I Quick. gonna? Uh, man, edit the I page. gotta have to. Uh, edit the page real quick. I can't afford this. <laughs> All you gotta do is just mark the page for edits, just real fast. Log in. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know what, like. I am way surprised that both here and on the commercial page that they don't mention someone who has created tons and tons of jingles. Is it, I mean, McDonald's, right? <laughs> like, what? What? No, no, the the composer. Oh, no. I, n- who yeah. is it? Mr. Barry Manilow. Oh, my gosh, Tim. <laughs> is the one who created the KFC jingle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not proud. I know that, Kyle. Okay. No, Tim. I I love you for knowing is, these things. It is my cross no, to I bear. Know. It is very good that you know these things. I just, I'm always surprised how many things tie back to Barry Manilow. He, oh my. Know, okay. The world. The world runs on Barry. My All friend. right. I'm back. <laughs> well, Sky, we have some. We have some news for you. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have to sell the farm. I owe oh, you. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. Is it a Barry? Ma- okay, I I can understand why <laughs> you're so. Yeah. See. Why you were so? Yeah. Um... It is a Barry Manilow jingle, uh... and I'm just surprised that they haven't mentioned him on either of these. Yeah. Wow. Pages. Sky, how do you know this? Well, no. Uh, I we've talked about Barry Manilow doing jingles before. Yeah, we have, and but so... like. Oh I guess my gosh! If he did one of those, it would at least be like well, one step away. Wow! I oh, just man, breakfast cereal. I just cereals. don't. <laughs> I do not keep mm-hmm. that in my brain. Apparently. Oh Short boy! Tunes. I mean, it's a good one because, like, as I'm like, it's okay, Griffin. Like, settle down. He's like scared. I'm like, what are you scared of? Outside. Oh <laughs> like, wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. kid. We know. Yeah, we're, I mean, that's fair. we're watching. It's all right. I'll be back in five minutes. Aww. I'm just. I'm in my head. I'm just like eat a bucket of chicken. Cluckety cluck cluck. Cluckety cluck cluck. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. There's. there's I like how nothing. it has a history, and it just starts cold with the Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. segment is just called History, and it just starts, have you tried Wheaties? They're whole wheat with all the bran. <laughs> Won't you try Wheaties? Won't you try Wheaties? For wheat is the best food of man. There's They're crispy definitely... and crunchy <laughs> the whole year through. The kitties never tire of them, and neither will you. So just try Wheaties, the best breakfast food in the land. We need okay. to feed this into an AI. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what they're 
defining here is the jingle like specifically in radio and television ads yeah but like jingles definitely existed before wheaties i mean the earliest thing here they're listing is 1929 yeah. i mean the radio is older than that like what the heck there's yeah, no the, way toss your coin to, to yeah. the witcher is like real, okay to- <laughs> much older than that <laughs> well i'm all right i'm out guys bye <laughs> good night bye I just don't know. I don't understand. Candace had a, a playlist where <laughs> she had three different versions of that song on loop. <laughs> Listen to it on the way home from <sighs> parents one time and I about lost my mind. <laughs> just subtle differences too because they were covers. So it's just like just throwing on a little bit of their own spin but it pretty much is the same. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the art of the jingle reached its peak around economic boom of the 1950s. What? By whose count? By says who? Go, uh, Candy Wikipedia? snacks, pop tobacco, and beer. Various <laughs> franchises: automobiles, mouthwash, shampoo, toothpaste. What do we got here? What we, franchises. What we got? There's franchises. Yeah, I was gonna say franchises. I think yeah. that's what we go for. Let's click it. It's McDonald's. <laughs> it's just it's McDonald's. Dang Christmas. It. it just looms. You can't. You can't have the holidays without franchises. All right, we've got KFC I mean, on yes. this page. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we want to talk about franchises. Is there anything No, we don't. They're see? terrible. Yeah, this is a very business-minded page. They're real yeah, bad. There's no fun. There's no fun in franchising. It's real bad. It's a way for rich people to I get more. I that Pizza it's, Hut logo is pretty rad. They're pyramid schemes that, that we're okay rad. with is what it is. Yeah, anyway. So... I just want to, since we're here, I just want to mention real quick that I watch, I watch a YouTube channel of, uh, a guy, uh, I think he's in Singapore. Okay. And he'll travel around Singapore and like Southeast Asia to go to like restaurants. You're talking and about some, somebody machines feeds Phil? And buys, no. What? You're not talking about somebody feeds. And buys stuff from stores. Uh, his, his name is Dancing Bacon. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. I need to know why. Why would but you tell me that and not be able to tell me? Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. It's just it's just what it is. But they'll go to like like a KFC or a McDonald's or something yeah. in in like Japan or in Singapore, and they just blow our restaurants out of the water. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like the stuff they have in those places looks like legitimately well made. And <laughs> I was going to say when you said like, "Oh, that like Pizza Hut logo looks so good." I'm like, "Remind when we were in China, and it would have been like yeah. a few days we'd been there, and just eating at like eating local food, which is fine, but you know, eventually you want to eat something that's a little bit more familiar." And there's a Pizza Hut. We were like, <laughs> I can't remember if it was our our professor. Or like someone else on the trip wanted to go to Pizza Hut, went to Pizza Hut, and it was like a two-story thing. Uh, <laughs> the seating was like a fancy, like fancier, a little, a step above Olive Garden as far as like decor. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Whoa. And the pizza was great. It was like not the best pizza <laughs> I've had, but it's the best Pizza Hut pizza I've had. Oh yeah, that's it's not a that's high contest. Good. And it had like unique wow. toppings and stuff on it. It was good. I can't remember what we had, but yeah, that sounds wonderful. All that to say, let's click on KFC. KFC's on this page. Yeah. yeah. 
figure out yeah. what it has to do with Christmas. I'm sure some Get of our listeners know. Tim, do you know? Cluckety cluck. You know, right? Cluck. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I do not I do not know what this is. Grab I'm sorry. a bucket of chicken. <laughs> Stuff a bucket of chicken. Harlan Sanders in character as the Colonel. I mean, he was a Colonel, yeah, right? But I mean, it says that. He could be a but... Colonel, but you're still the, the, the Colonel I mean, is a what, character. I, that could just be his name, though, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, KFC. Nope, actual Colonel. I never had KFC growing up. Like, yeah. ever. Uh, his name and image. Yeah, the title Colonel was honorary. He was a Kentucky Colonel, not the military rank. Ah, Kentucky Fried Colonel. Oh, Kentucky Fried Colonel. Kentucky Fake. Uh, a Kentucky Colonel is the highest title of honor bestowed by the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and one of a number of honorary titles of Colonel conferred by the U.S. States. What? Well, wait, so it's like Hold an on. official thing? This is a real thing. I'm sorry. Excuse? Uh, no, America, this explain. Is, <laughs> this is making me upset. Uh, okay, title of Colonel confirmed by the U.S. States. Honorary Colonels. Okay. Uh, the honorary title of colonel conferred by several states in the U.S. The, uh, the origins uh, can be traced back to colonial antebellum times when men of the landed gentry were given the title to commission companies or for financing the local militias without actually ex- having expectations of command. Like, this is, it's literally just a, oh, this is just a fancy name. You don't have to do anything with it. The practice can be traced back to England, re- the English Renaissance, when a colonelcy... It's a word, I guess. It was purchased. You just bought it by a lord or prominent gentleman, but the actual command would fall to a lieutenant colonel who would actually do the work. Oh, my gosh. You can get a colonelcy, a U.S. colonelcy, in, in Kentucky, Tennessee, which makes sense, Mississippi. Colonel, colonelcy in Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee and colonelcy in. And then celebrate with some Hennessy? <laughs> yeah. Um, in Mississippi, also makes sense. Colonel C uh, in Mississippi, Colonel C. Uh, South Carolina doesn't rhyme. That's a shame. Uh, Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico, New Mexico, North Dakota, and Alabama. Hmm. Texas once bestowed the honor as well, but today it confers the honor of admiral in the Texas Navy. What? I what? Don't understand. The, from, 20, from 2005. 2015 Illinois allowed for the governor to make appointments uh, to the governor's regiment of colonels, but no appointments were ever made. <laughs> no one ever lived up <laughs> to the standards of Illinois <laughs> for the governor's regiment of colonels. <laughs> for a completely empty title that doesn't mean anything, no one could do it. Many states have provisions in their articles or bills concerning state defense forces which allowed the governor to grant honorary members of officer ranks. When one, while the honor of colonel in this usage has no military role, the title did evolve from the military. What the heck? What the heck? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> we just have fake colonels running around, and that's an we're okay cool thing with, that we're just cool with. Wow. Mm-hmm. In in multiple states, not you can all, just though. get this. No, no, and not in Texas anymore. Now you're an admiral in Texas. 
I mean, what can you really do with a colonel C now? I mean, you can't. There's well, I mean, if you are an actual military I mean, Sanders colonel, Sanders is basically Sanders is basically uh, tapped that well dry. Yeah, like, I mean, yes, it would be tough to. You can't become you can't become the colonel of anything else. <laughs> well, like well, Tim, <laughs> there is another famous like colonel, colonel listed here. <laughs> oh, which one? Uh, colonel Thomas Parker. You know, Colonel Colonel Tom Parker. Who it lists as nope. Elvis Presley's manager. <laughs> okay, that's, seen... that's a different thing. Like he's he's not trying to sell something to people. Well, he's specifically I mean, well, selling you know, something. Elvis Presley. Yeah. It's not Elvis Presley, but Elvis Presley can also sell himself pretty well. Yeah. So like you could, so like the Colonel C has been taken up by chicken. <laughs> uh the general General C sure. has been taken up with car insurance. Yeah. Uh, there's lieutenant. You can be the lieutenant of something. Is there a oh, sergeant somewhere? There's probably a sergeant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sergeant Slaughter okay. wrestling. Oh yeah, the sergeant of wrestling. That's it. We got it. Yeah. You guys know there's not a KFC anywhere uh, near me. Man, I I think I think lieutenant is wide open though. There's probably like hey, Kyle. Uh, what, what would you be? What would you be the lieutenant of to sell? Oh, to sell. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right, it's got to be something that sort of well, no, because the colonelcy doesn't it doesn't rhyme with chicken. There's no there's no like wordplay there. No. Hmm. No, it's it's wide open. My yeah, friend. I mean, what you could do, and I mean, we've already got car insurance taken care of, and that's like another like easy right. wide area. You got food and car insurance taken care of, like transportation. Uh, let's say. Well, I mean, in that case, yeah. Like, <laughs> what about like entertainment? Like, what about the uh, like the lieutenant of of live concert. Oh no, that's it. Shakespeare in the Parks. The, sh- the lieutenant of Shakespeare in the Park. That's what it is. Okay, <laughs> I buy that. Stephen Stephen just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you, the lieutenant of live live performances. That's what it is. Lieutenant Kyle of live performances. Lieutenant Kyle's live performance review. Yeah, I I think it has a ring to it. Okay. <laughs> I feel I mean, I'm feeling a little bit judged by your silence, you guys. It's almost, it's almost as good as chicken, so you know. A little uh, quality and affordable. You, a little bit of judgment coming across here. Wait, quality and affordable. KFC was the first fast food restaurant opened in Mexico <laughs> in 1963 in Monterey. <laughs> By 2017, there are 341 freaking KFCs in Mexico. <laughs> the we still haven't even gone into how this is connected to Christmas. <laughs> KFC Japan was formed in 1970 as a joint venture between the American parent and the Japanese Mitsubishi Corporation. In December 1974, KFC Ooh. Japan began to promote fried chicken as a Christmas meal. Eating KFC at Christmas time has become Amazing. a traditional Christmas Eve dinner. As of 2013, Japan is the third largest market yep. for KFC after China and the United States with 1,200 outlets. In December Amazing. 2007, Mitsubishi assumed majority control of KFC Japan. 
after buying it for a 14.83 billion yen transaction, Mitsubishi owns most of KFC Japan, not KFC. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Ah, there's a picture of a hot and spicy chicken combo with uh, coleslaw and rice, and I just uh, died. I. I literally Google mapped. <laughs> Is there a camp to see if there's a KFC there by me? I'm like, hey, Candace, I'm your way home. <laughs> I never had it growing oh up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've had it a few times as an adult, but not much. I honestly don't know that I, if I've ever had KFC. I know we never had it. No. My family never got any of it. I don't know why. I guess it was pricey. Back I've never ordered it as an adult, honestly. You know, it's, it's not... Oh my gosh! I might never have had KFC ever. Oh I, man, I don't think I've ever had That's KFC. Something to be proud of, in my opinion. Like, no, good I'm just, on you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've just never alive. thought about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it this, is fried chicken, this, and fried chicken's good. This is, this is my, this is the never have I ever line that I'll always keep in my pocket. Right, this yeah, is the one. There you go. I've never had KFC. Mm-hmm. Never had KFC. That's like really specific. Listen, you for that game you kind of have to. Whoa! Oh my God! They call their milkshakes crushers with a K. No, no. Why do they call them a crush? I have never crushers. heard. I have never heard of a KFC with milkshakes. It's not around here. It's in India. They're crushers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, oh no. Launched in two thousand nine, the Crusher Crush'em range of frozen beverages. <laughs> Containing real bits such as Kit Kat, Oreo, and Strawberry Shortcake is available in over 2,000 outlets. Um, huh. Wild. I can't deal with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I wanted to come here is Japan. Just get a, we need a hard one, otherwise. Colonel Sanders and a Santa hat. Yeah. You just got to get away from uh, from like mainstream Christmas sometimes have some KFC. Yeah, no, that's fine. Maybe that's I what think, we do this year. I, I think I think we put enough holiday spirit into this as is warranted by this year. Oh, absolutely. I I think we definitely have. We are in extreme danger of having the best Christmas ever this year by like not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, eating like just some KFC chicken instead instead of uh you know, on Christmas Eve. Don't get it on Christmas, but get it on Christmas Eve. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just like live it, like not arguing with family. Sounds great. Yeah. I mean, we're literally, we decided to mostly skip Christmas this year. Yeah. And what we're thinking of doing instead actually is like ordering out, uh, like using the money that we would have done for Christmas to do like, well, one for like donations stuff, but like some things, but like, but specifically for us, for like gifts for us, we were going to instead, uh, like order like a really nice meal for new year's because oh, we never yeah. we like to usually do something special for new year's anyway so like we're actually going to we're planning on doing that instead and using the money that we would have done for christmas That's a good idea. For that yeah yeah we, i'm actually really looking forward to it, it sounds like we're I, I, it sounds like a fun plan yeah man uh-huh. and neither of us have to figure out what kind of shirt the other person wants for <laughs> right going around that <laughs> yeah so fun well, cool. It's the, best, it's the best part. Best part of the holiday. Well, I know it's a weird, it's a weird year for a lot of people. <clears throat> uh, 
but thank you for listening to our podcast. Happy holidays. Yeah. Thank you for coming on this journey from terrifying mountain trolls that want to eat you <laughs> to um, becoming the terrifying mountain <laughs> troll to a chicken. Door door sniffers. Yeah. To finger lickers. Yes. Oh, can we not? I don't. So. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. They don't want, hey, don't. Don't take your eye off that bucket. <laughs> bucket taker's going to be here. That's right. That's right. We're, we're starting a new tradition. Let's. That's what this year is about. Let's start new traditions. Uh, it's bucket taker. Eat all the meat off the bones. Otherwise, oh my gosh. bone taker's going to come. Uh, Merry Christmas, you guys. <laughs> Have a good night. Merry, Merry Christmas. Good night. Happy holidays. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm going to start doing with Griffin. It's like, oh, Griffin, you know, don't leave your toys out. Toy Taker will be here. <laughs> you know, that's how those Yule kids showed up. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. Ah, that's it's all it is. Like, oh, you're going to leave meat on? on you're like, you're just leaving scraps there? Well, hands. you know, that's how you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You leave your scraps there? Not going to wash your hands, huh? Well, hmm. huh? Weird. I know. Not a great choice. Hand I wouldn't might, recommend might it. Be around. Want to lick your hands at night? Cause that's that's something to be scared of. Oh, you uh, you just put your bowl on the floor at night? Mm. Mm. I wouldn't do it. I mean, you know, bull choice, really, though. Couldn't be me, though. I wouldn't do it. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Good job, guys. Mm. Um, did you see the weird uh, raw meat hedgehog? Yes. That, yeah. <laughs> yes. The what? That that Stephen yes. tweeted at us. Metagill. We got to keep this in our back pocket. Is there a Wikipedia page oh, for it? Of, if of not, course. we need to we need oh. to commission one before the <laughs> before next year. Uh, all right. Yeah, it was very good. I want. I want. I want to watch roll call with okay, you guys. Let's do it. Roll call. What is roll do call? Like, do you want one of us to share a screen level? of watching it. Uh, should we before we do that? Should we stop and save our things in case something crashes? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Just, I just.